most people, when they first hear about NFTs, they think whether it's $69 million or, if it, or $10, you know, wh- why would anyone buy one of these? This is Bobby Lee. Now, if you've paid any attention to what's happening in cryptocurrency and the world of NFT art, he's probably a lot like you. Probably most people's initial reaction is, that's ridiculous, you know? And that was my initial reaction, frankly. But as an artist, I thought, I guess I should go check that out and see if some of that ridiculous energy could could rub off on me. I'm Matt Pikin of Blue Ridge Public Radio. In our continuing look into the cultural phenomenon of NFTs, I've introduced you to local artists panning for gold and one, Kira Bursky, whose NFTs have pulled in hundreds of thousands of dollars in crypto. But where's this money coming from? Who's buying these digital creations and why? For answers, I first turn to a few people who've purchased Bursky's NFTs. Glenn Upchurch is an IT director for a bike share company in Philadelphia. He first came across Bursky's work through Twitter, bought one of her early NFTs, and asked her to meet on video to talk about her work. And she agreed, so I got to see her face-to-face and actually talk to her live, which was really important to me and really meaningful to me. The public perception of NFTs is that you're buying a digital image that can be copied and reproduced and shared around by everybody. What you're buying is really like a connection to the artist. That's particularly so with one-of-a-kind artworks. After buying his first Bursky NFT, Upchurch gravitated to another of her artworks that came up for auction. He said he wound up paying considerably more for it than he otherwise would have if it carried a simple price tag. It was pure emotion. This piece, like she and I talked about it. I kept staring at it. She would send me the works in progress. And the more I saw it, the more in love with it I became. Between the the buildup and then me placing a bid on that, you know, the competition side of me comes out also. It's like, oh no, this is my piece. You're not going to outbid me. When people buy into a larger series or collection, some of which number 10,000 pieces, the NFT is more than something visual. It's a key into a community of kindred buyers who chat, showcase, and market their NFTs on Twitter, Discord, and other virtual spaces. Others are in it for the art and the potential investment that comes with it. If you're like me, your walls are already full of art. So this way I can still buy art and not have to worry about you know where I'm going to put it. Bobby Lee is an artist and NFT investor in Tulsa who has purchased Bursky's NFTs. With NFTs, you have this ability to turn around and sell it later much more easily than you can with the physical piece. You know, you can always put something on eBay or something like that, but will someone see it and you have to ship it? And with NFTs, it's so easy just to, to relist it and sell it. Much has been reported on the scams that occur in the NFT world. People using pseudonyms build hype for an NFT line, then pull the rug out from investors who have no recourse when sellers simply vanish. But so much legitimate commerce is happening here that the traditional art world has taken notice. While some curators and gallerists want nothing to do with NFTs, at least two locally are embracing the movement. Miriam Rojas of Mars Landing Gallery in Mars Hill is developing a digital outlet for artists she represents. There are a new wave of investors who want to get in on it, and I understand that. When artists do it on their own, it's kind of like them selling it out of their studio and putting up a sign outside their studio. It'd be like art for sale, and my collectors will come to me knowing that I have what they want. Michael Maines, the director of Blue Spiral Gallery in Asheville, 
has a new side business serving as a conduit between artists and collectors of physical work who are also interested in NFTs. For now, Mains is focusing on NFTs as certificates of authenticity connected to those physical artworks. The main reason for us getting into this, this space is advocacy for the artists and protection for the artists. This is where our world's going. It's not a world that I think Blue Spiral will ever be part of, but I don't want to miss out either on, on other opportunities and also a way for me to create more opportunity for our artists within this gallery space. Investors and gallerists I talked with for this series agreed that anyone considering investing in NFT art should do a lot of homework, vet the seller's history and team they've assembled, and history participating in the social platforms that drive this world. The Revolution Calling series continues tomorrow with a look at how the music industry and one local collaboration are embracing NFTs. I'm Matt Pikin, BPR News.